Greetings, this is Atma Boda, and today is December 23rd, 2021 at 1 p.m. The title of today's podcast is Individuality Comes First, Before the Group. And I wrote a few things, which I will begin now. Enlightenment is about individual empowerment, not collective consciousness. The group is not first. The individual comes first. The group only exists to protect the individual. Individuals do not exist to protect the group. Individual identity is more important than group identity. This is because there is a spark of divinity within each individual. Firstly, spirituality is a deeply personal and intimately solitary experience that should not be conformed to match a group identity. Secondly, we should respect and honor that sacred essence in everyone. It is disrespectful to that spark of unlimitlessness to subjugate it under a group. The beauty about individualism is that we don't need to tell people what to do. There is a spark of divinity in everyone. So they can be individually guided from within. So I'm going to take a moment just to clarify exactly what that means. That means that the ultimate truth pervades everywhere. It is in everyone. And each person can be guided by their own conscience, by their own sovereign identity. This potential within them is worthy of respect because it is something greater than the human mind. This cosmic consciousness, this God that exists, this higher truth that pervades everywhere, when we can trust in truth to take care of us, that is the ultimate liberation. We can remove the sense of anxiety and the wanting to micromanage others. Instead, by trusting in this higher truth, we are relieved of this burden. And we know that nature will naturally manifest itself to the most optimum solution and that there is a grand plan, a destiny intended for us all that is inevitable, which means it cannot be prevented. This is the ultimate reality. There is something better, this potential that exists, and it's going to happen for everyone. But even more than that, the part of that divinity, that unlimitlessness that exists inside of me and exists inside of you and is inside of everyone, that is just the very tip of 
the iceberg. It is like recognizing that who you are is not only who you are in your own body, but there is a part of you that exists outside of your body and is in fact even greater than how you perceive yourself. This is the potential for all of us. And as mentioned in another podcast, what is beautiful about this is that it's a path of attachment. Because by attaching yourself to this higher ideal of absolute truth, in attaching your mind, specifically your mind, to that higher truth, then there is no such thing as ego, as many define it. Enlightenment is not about losing your individuality. This is a common misunderstanding. In fact, enlightenment is the culmination of inspired individualism. Losing your individuality is not enlightenment, but that is the oppressive conformity of collectivism. And that's enough of the writing and everything from here on out is just going to be direct inspirations as I have spontaneously in the past with the past podcasts. So let's just reflect on what it is that was just spoken. But first of all, the title again of this podcast is Individuality Comes First. And what does that mean? I mean, that could be, let's, let's steel man that because a detractor might say, well, what do you mean individuality comes first? That sounds like ego. That sounds like putting yourself first. How is that spirituality? Well, that's a very good question. And the answer to that, which we touched upon briefly, is the fact that each individual has that spark of God within them has that spark of unlimitlessness, has that absolute truth, that unconditional love, that soul, that spark of this supreme being that exists and pervades the universe. And each of us can get in touch with that aspect of ourselves when we can open our heart and go deep within and experience that for ourselves. So in fact, when you put the group above the individual, what you're in fact doing is putting the group above God, if you think about it. Because if God exists in each individual, in their heart, then when you put the collective group what are you doing? You think you're putting a group of gods over a single god? No, that's not how it works. The truth is one. And the individual is one. The group is not one. The group is many. So the group will always become a corruption of the one. Because there's too many minds and too many egos and people are at different places in their individual journey. And this is not about saying that one path is superior to another path. 
although there's definitely a case to be made for that, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is that each individual is in fact superior to the group because the one is superior to the many because within the one exists the one truth and that we should allow for each individual to go deep within themselves and not try to extrapolate some kind of consensus from a group as opposed to a deeper message, a deeper communion with, with the infinite. Groups cannot connect on a mass scale, at least not yet. I mean, who knows in the future what could happen. But how the highest truth operates is on an individual by individual basis. So when you have a, a group that is subjugating the individuals, you are in fact attempting to oppress God. The group never comes before God, okay? And there is no group that is so pure and so moral that (laughs) their group intelligence is somehow higher than the supreme creator in the cosmic mind. It's just not possible. Individual groups... Modern psychology recognizes that the IQ of the group is significantly less than the IQ of an individual. When you put a bunch of individuals together that are of a higher IQ, they tend to dumb each other down collectively. Because in their ambition of currying favor with the group, they would be more inclined to do what the group wants as opposed to following their own best judgment. And this is part of human psychology when people want to get that approval to fit in with their peers. And that fitting in process, people make mistakes and maybe they make mistakes deliberately just so that they can get that affirmation. The ultimate minority is the individual. So if we are to protect the weak and the oppressed, and if we have that noble ideal as something we want to incorporate, then naturally we're going to want to put the individual first. And also history being a great guide, we can see that Whenever a group becomes empowered, you are going to see tyranny, you're going to see oppression, and you're going to see conformity. That happens again and again. You don't even have to look very deeply to find it. You can find it by looking at these different groups, these institutions, whether they be government institutions, whether they be religious institutions, or even corporate institutions, they inevitably you'll have a group think, you know, it's nothing personal towards any of these organizations. This is just the nature of human psychology. So the only way to guard against this is to not put group think or group identity 
on a pedestal above individuality and individual identity. Because ultimately, when it comes to spirituality and enlightenment, you cannot take other people with you. People progress not in a way that translates to equity. People progress at their own pace. For some, it will take many years. Some, it won't. It's up to the individual. And you can't find one set program that's going to match for everyone. And so it's important to protect the individual and the individual rights as always coming at the highest priority above group rights. Groups don't need to be protected. They don't. You might say, oh, well, we have minority groups. Oh, we have groups that are victimized because of their sexual orientation or sexual identity that they are a at-risk group. They are a uh, persecuted group. They are, um, there's different names for this, right? Well, yes, I agree that there can be groups that are threatened and are, can be more um, sensitive and easily threatened than other groups, of course. But do you know what is even more of a minority than the group is the individual. The individual can be drowned out and lost into the, in the noise of what these other groups are shouting about. How many individuals are neglected that don't fit into any of these groups that are so vocal? There are many individuals so by prioritizing the group, what are you doing? You are subjugating the individual. You are oppressing the individual. You are taking away their rights. And then you might say, well, they're just part of a bigger group. Why should they get more rights than our small group? It's like, no, they're not part of a bigger group. They are individuals. And that's what is misunderstood commonly about white people. It's like white people are not on YouTube as a search term saying, oh, I want to find white tech reviewers or I want to only find white chefs to learn from. Nobody's searching, oh, it's a W-H-I-T-E space white cook. I can't learn from a ethnic cook. No, I only want to learn from a white cook. No, nobody's doing that, Okay. If racism existed in the same way that people claim it is and white supremacy is such a big thing, white people would be on Google and YouTube searching for white as a keyword or searching for, you know, you know, it's, it, it, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So the, it, there's been, <laughs> the race card has really been overplayed in modern society, in my opinion. I'm sure there are a very small minority of people that exist somewhere that actually are racists. But um, anyway, that's, that's beside the point. But in it, the point here is individuality comes first. When we respect people as individuals, that's awesome. 
But another note that I woke up with this morning that I wanted to talk about is that the world is not ending. There seems to be a fear because of this upheaval that's been happening with COVID and travel restrictions and this fear that's being perpetrated on mainstream media and about mandatory vaccinations and people losing their jobs because they're not choosing to get vaccinated and there being a culture war between the quote left unquote and the right unquote over you know things like this and to wear a mask everywhere or to not wear a mask everywhere and all of this stuff going on that people are thinking is the world ending and the answer to that question in my opinion from my perspective is no it's not in fact the opposite is true what we're seeing now is the dawn of a glorious new era an era that is going to be punctuated by enlightenment and miracles and truth and love. Those are going to be the dominant forces at play in this new era. And the only reason why it seems like it's not happening to some people, or maybe it's happening too slowly for some people isn't because it's happening slowly no there's an old saying it's always darkest before dawn and that is true today it may seem like things are getting dark but that's just because the sun is about to rise and sunlight is the best disinfectant and when that sun rises there's going to be a lot of fear from certain individuals because they run to the shadows away from the sun, away from that light. There's some that really don't like that light. But the light is coming. That's the light of truth, the light of love. And that's what's exciting. That's what's so exciting about this. And when, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you are so early because you've not seen anything yet. Things are going to get amazing. And divinity.com is a front row seat to what's about to come down. In fact, what we're going to see, in my opinion, is a great convergence that has never happened since the dawn of human history. So needless to say, I'm, I'm wildly optimistic and confident of the beauty and majesty of nature and the dominance of the cosmic mind, which does pervade everywhere with this ultimate truth. This is inevitable. This is the house. The house always wins. This is Atma Boda signing off. Until tomorrow, you have a fantastic day.